Hey there, we're back. Second part of impeachment trial. The unavoidable knowledge of the consequences of his incitement and the clear foreseeability of the violent harm that he unleashed on our people in our republic. January 6th was not some unexpected radical break from his normal law-abiding and peaceful disposition. This was his state of mind. This was his essential MO. He knew that egged on by his tweets, his lies, and his promise of a wild time in Washington to guarantee his grip on power, his most extreme followers would show up bright and early, ready to attack, ready to engage in violence, ready to fight like hell for their hero. Just like they'd answered his call in Michigan. President Trump has said over and over his supporters are loyal. In his own words, his supporters are the most loyal that we've seen in our country's history. And he knew smartest, that his most hardcore supporters were willing to direct violence at elected officials, indeed to attack and lay siege to a Capitol building. And he knew they would be ready to heed his call on January 6th to stop the steal by using violence to block the peaceful transfer of power in the United States. He knew they were coming. He brought them here and he welcomed them with open arms. We hear you and love you from the Oval Office. My dear colleagues, is there any political leader in this room who believes that if he is ever allowed by the Senate to get back into the Oval Office, Donald Trump would stop inciting violence to get his way? Would you bet the lives of more police officers on that? Would you bet the safety of your family on that? Would you bet the future of your democracy on that? President Trump declared his conduct totally appropriate. So he gets back into office and it happens again. We'll have no one to blame but, but ourselves. ourselves. Yeah, we're going to a secret ballot. <clears throat> They're not going to listen. They're not going to listen to me, but they need to run a secret ballot so that the chance of getting Mr. a conviction will will return now to tell you about President prove. Trump's total lack of remorse after the insurrection. Good afternoon. My colleague walk you through President Trump's actions leading up to January 6th and then the horrific events on January 6th. This is Ted Liu, Democrat, California House impeachment manager. Oh, that's cool. He's, he's a good guy. Six. He's awesome. And we saw both during their attack as well as in the days after the attack that this was a president who showed no remorse and took no accountability. In fact, quite the opposite. As Representative Raskin showed you, President Trump claimed that his actions were, quote, totally appropriate. This is very, very interesting. President Joe Biden is uh, currently uh, experiencing the highest initial approval rating of any president dating back 28 years. This is Biden. Um, this is the David Pacman show to Bill Clinton in 1993. The uh, All-America Economic Survey 
has found that Joe Biden has a 62% approval rating right now, his initial approval rating. Uh, that beats the first presidential rating of Barack Obama, of George W. Bush, of Bill Clinton, and of course, of Donald Trump. And in fact, Joe Biden's initial rating of 62% approval is 18 points higher than that of Donald Trump. Uh, there are a number of takeaways here. First of all, when we uh, look at these numbers and understand that there are hyperpartisan um, enclaves of Americans that will either always approve or always disapprove of a president merely based on political party, you realize that the real range, it's not really zero to 100. It's probably more like, I don't know, 20 to 80 or 25 to 75 or whatever. So when you see a rating of 36, that is much closer to the bottom than it would seem because some portion will always approve of the president. When you see a number like 62, that's much closer to the top because, because some portion will always disapprove. So number one, the difference between 60 and 36 is much bigger than merely the difference between the two numbers when you understand American politics. That's number one. Number two important takeaway is that this really reinforces that Donald Trump could have easily won re-election if back in March he had simply said, this is serious, the doctors know what to do, let's do what they say, oh, they say wear masks, we are printing American flag masks, do the patriotic thing. If Trump and his uh, um, staffers would, were regularly picking yeah, from all the beginning with the patriotic American flag I masks, I know that might violate Ag code. Okay, don't email Glad me about that. Um, Donald Trump would have sailed to re-election, as we saw Killed so many world leaders do, who uh, dealt with the virus well, and that is confirmed by uh, this this polling. M much of Joe Biden's early approval is based on his handling of the coronavirus, on which he has a nearly seventy percent approval rating. So Trump could be president right now, and it's because of Trump that he yep. is not. We'll yeah, continue to follow like Joe Biden's approval. Yeah. Uh, it could go up, it could go down. I, I really don't know. These are unique circumstances in which we find ourselves. But I wanna hear from you. Where do you believe Joe Biden's approval will go? And or does it depend on accomplishing something like, for example, getting the COVID relief checks to America? And I believe if Keep he fails to do it, it, so it, it will matter. be a political disaster, but I do believe he is going to do it. Let me know your thoughts. I'm under a deep hackman. One of our you let me know your thoughts. Welcome to the Friday show. I have a Check few stories out. I want to run through before we move on to 100 anti-Trump Republicans plotting breakaway party. Haha. <laughs> other things including your questions. We talked last week about the continued possibility that Donald Trump will start his own political party. We also saw a poll showing that nearly two-thirds of Republican voters are, in theory, willing to leave the Republican Party and follow Trump to a new party. Now, of course, if Donald Trump started a new party, and forget about 64%, if Donald Trump, Trump took 50% or 40% or even 30% of Republican voters to a new party, it could spell absolute disaster for the American right, uh -huh. splitting the vote and allowing uh -huh. uh, the Democratic Party to um, uh, win a lot, to take a phrase out yeah, of Donald Trump's uh, vocabulary. There's now another new 
The Trump aftermath is going to tank the Republican Party. Ha ha. Story, and this is being reported by Reuters. There are dozens of former Republican officials who view the Republican Party as unwilling to stand up to Donald Trump. So this is an anti-Trump group of former Republican officials. And what these individuals are saying is if the Republican Party won't stand up to Trump and say, no, we reject Trumpism and we reject Trump, they are in discussions to break away from the Republican Party and start their own. And this includes former officials uh, in the Republican administrations of Ronald Reagan, George H.W. Bush, George W. Bush, as well as even uh, disaffected Trump aides and staffers and uh, uh, political employees. What a burn, what a cut, stick your finger up your butt. This includes some ex-Republican ambassadors. This includes some Republican strategists and others. And 120 of them had a Zoom call, of course, last Friday to have a conversation about this. And the idea is they would say the Republican Party has become the party of Trump. We are getting back to principled conservatism, as they call it. What that means is pretending to care about the debt and deficit. Let's not mistake that for anything else. But it doesn't matter because, again, this could also be an absolute and total disaster uh, for the Republican Party. One of the people uh, involved is Evan McMullen. You might remember he ran third party in 2016, former uh, CIA uh, agent, I believe. And he is part of this movement for a possible splinter party. I have to tell you that this is fantastic news. Um, imagine if we got, but these would be two gifts. If Donald Trump, you've got the Republican Party. And within it, you have people who want to stick with Trump and people who want the Republican Party to completely denounce and distance from Donald Trump. You could have a situation where so-called principled conservatives in the Republican Party split off and start their own party to get away from Trump. And at the same time, Donald Trump starts his own party and takes the hyper pro-Trump people away as well. So you could end up with the Trump party. That's assuming he's going to not get convicted uh, for insurrection, (laughs) inciting insurrection. Taking away from the Republican Party. The principled conservative former Republicans who are anti-Trump splitting off from the Republican Party. And then I guess what you'd have left in the Republican Party are just generally people not paying much attention or who don't don't uh, really feel. So this, by the way, this would be uh, one of the good things about if he gets if he gets acquitted by the fucking Senate again strongly one way or the other, and they just want to keep voting for people like, I don't know, Lindsey Graham. Um, and then they stay, and you could have a Republican Party split three ways. It, I, I have no interest in giving advice to these folks about what they should do. Uh, I simply recognize the mathematical realities that even if Trump splits off and takes 15% of the party, and these principled conservatives split off and take 10 or 15% of the party, uh, that creates a situation in which Republicans, as we know them, or in any of these new iterations, don't win for a decade. And uh, if there would ever be an opportunity for the left to make progress in the United States, it would be that. Now, unfortunately, the Democratic Party has shown itself so often to be so incompetent that it would probably still end up being a challenge for a Democratic Party, given the gift of a Republican Party divided three ways, it would probably still end up being an uphill battle for the modern Democratic Party 
to make progress, but at least they'd have the opportunity. Uh, we'll follow it. Very, very interesting stuff. One of our sponsors yeah. is Four Sigmatic. Yeah, check, check, check. Yeah. So, um, that's interesting. So maybe I'll stop. I'll stop lobbying to uh, convict him so that he can um, tank the Republican Party for the next couple of decades. Miss, let's go. So a lot of people assume that the founding fathers were Christians, but actually none of them were. Thomas Jefferson and Benjamin Franklin were actually deists, which means that they do believe in a God, just not one that would have any sort of written texts or would put commandments in stone, essentially. George Washington was a, an Episcopalian, but he wasn't really like a strong worshiper. Um, and he didn't really actively practice. And in fact, on his deathbed, he did not even want a pastor to come. And John Adams was a Unitarian, which you can actually, he can, he is quoted. He is, he is focused. He is quoted saying, the United States government is in no way founded upon Christian beliefs. History's most commonly perpetuated myths. So some insane details are coming out about a phone call between Donald Trump and Kevin McCarthy. Oh, by the way, people, please interact with my videos. Uh, TikTok is screwing around with my algorithm. Anyway, uh, let's get to the uh, meat and potatoes of this call. Kevin McCarthy said to Trump, no, it's not Antifa. These are your people. And here are the new details. After he said that, Trump said to McCarthy, quote, these, quote, well, Kevin, I guess these people are more upset about the election than you are. To which McCarthy responded, who the F do you think you're talking to? Let's be clear about this here. Any senator who votes to acquit Trump after this does not get to lecture anybody on law and order. The ball is in your court, GOP. So some insane details are coming out about a phone call between Donald Trump and Kevin yeah, McCarthy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, people, please. I got a question for the conservative right. When are you chicken fried simpletons going to understand that freedom of speech does not apply to individual citizens and corporations? Gina, what's her nuts from the Mandalorian getting taken off of the show? That is not a violation of freedom of speech. Her employment is at will. And if the company doesn't want somebody representing them who is a transphobic, bigoted, anti-science piece of shit, <laughs> they can fire her. That doesn't violate the freedom of speech. All the freedom of speech does is protect you from being legally persecuted by the United States government for things that you say. And even then, there are limitations to freedom of speech. The Constitution itself and its amendments are not magical blankets you can use to absolve yourself from any and all consequences. Remember, children, ignorance of the law is no excuse. I got a question for the conservative right. Hey, you guys remember back in 2001 when the United States was attacked? We went all over the world looking for this guy, huh? For that one particular guy. We went across the fucking world looking for him into the desert, into the fucking caves. We sent our best to go after him. Spent years looking for his ass. Spent millions of dollars. Lost many lives. Because America doesn't negotiate with terrorists and we don't put up with terrorism. Remember when Congress, both Democrats and Republicans stood at the steps of the Capitol? 
vowing to work together and go after these guys, stood there and showed the world that we are one nation and we work together. We weren't going to allow terrorism. Oof. Man, have things changed since then. These days, terrorists have privileges and rights, and they can ask to go marry their girlfriends in South America. I'm sure he's coming back if he goes. They're even allowed to go on vacation to Mexico. <laughs> I'm sure every terrorist in the world is jealous of American terrorists' rights and privileges. I guess they should have been Americans, huh? <laughs> hey, you guys remember back in 2001 when they... Does anybody else frantically clean their desk when they know they have to have a sub? So I bet you wish you voted Trump now, you bunch of fucking socialist punks. <laughs> Oh, sir. Nobody wishes that. Nobody in their right mind wishes that. I think you have a little, it's a little coke left there. So I bet you wish you voted Trump. But women, if there's something that turns you on, if there's something that gets you excited, something that really gets you hot, makes you nasty, how about filling us in as to what the fuck it is? <laughs> How can we do it if we don't know what the fuck it is? <laughs> Tell us what you want. We'll do it when we do it, guys! <laughs> but women, if there's something that turns But women, if there's something that turns you on. If there's something that gets you Oh my god! I literally responded to you until I realized you said we support a murderous culture. There ain't no culture on the planet more murderous than white people. Are you out of your mind? Y'all have wiped out total groups of people taking shit that don't belong to you. And we support a murderous culture? If that ain't the pot calling the kettle black. Oh my God. I literally responded to you until I realized you said we support. So apparently, I've been using trash bags wrong my entire life. 911, what's your emergency? First of all, what's your nationality? I'm a 911 operator. <laughs> oh. It's the river. Here's a cool trick if you want to invest in the stock market. I thought we were going to be done for tonight, but we're not. Senators Ted Cruz, Mike Lee, and Lindsey Graham have joined Trump's defense. Not officially, they won't be on tomorrow, but they are consulting with Trump's lawyers right now on the strategy, which is kind of odd because they're also jurors in the case. While some people may find that distasteful, it's not illegal. So there are a few ways in which this trial is different than a criminal trial. The first is the consequences are different. In a criminal trial, there's risk of losing your civil liberties. The consequences are incarceration, loss of property, or even death. Here, it's really just like, should you get fired from your job or not? And should they never hire you back at this job? And while the Senate does act as the jury, they're not held to the same mandates as a normal criminal trial. It really comes down to if they feel like convicting or not. And a lot of folks have already made their mind up. We typically get you kicked off a jury. But in this case, some of them didn't even show up today. And the words are a little different, too. In this case, acquitted doesn't mean innocent. It just means they don't vote to bar him from future office. There is no guilty, not guilty. So we expect the statements tomorrow to be very short. What's important to note is if he's not convicted, that doesn't mean that he's not liable. He can still be tried as a private citizen in criminal court. I thought we were going to be done for tonight, but we're not. Senators. Yeah, um, he needs to have a bunch of criminal charges, including treason and domestic terrorism, uh, thrown at him. That'll, that'll dampen his spirits. 
see what other cool bits. Head cross bids, my queen so. New trend. Kiss your pet on the head and see the reaction. New trend. It's Friday night. We just learned during the terrorist capital attack, Trump got on the phone with one of the most powerful Republicans in Congress and defended the terrorists, saying they were doing more to fix the election than the Republican leader had. The Republican uh -huh. leader told Trump, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? It's Friday night. We just learned during the terrorist capital attack, Trump got yeah, on the phone with you, one of the most powerful. Why don't you fucking vote to convict them? Pussies. Republicans in Congress and defended the terrorists, saying they were doing more to fix the election than the Republican leader had. The Republican leader told Trump, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? It's Friday night. We just I'm walking out of the gas station just now. A guy sees my hat and goes, can you believe they stole the election from our boy? I looked him right in his eyes and went, believe it, buddy. <laughs> I'm walking out of the gas station just now. It says Biden. Hey TikTok, um, I need your help. So this is my grandmother, and she was placed in a skilled nursing facility after she had a stroke. And this is what happened. One of the things that happened to her when she was in there. She was getting physically abused by one of the nurses there. And we don't know what to do. While she was in the skilled nursing place, she was hit by one of the nurses using this call button. She has also fallen a total of three times there, and this was caused from her second fall. We've gone to the police about it, and they, the San Rafael police have absolutely refused to open up an investigation there. The nursing skills place is called Smith Ranch Skilled Nursing Facility. I've talked to lawyers, attorneys, everything, and no one is doing anything. I'm going to need to make a part two. Hey, TikTok. Um, I need your help. So this is my grandmother, uh, say, and says, uh, she was placed in a skilled process. nursing facility after she had a stroke. And this is what happened, one of the things that happened to her when she was in there. She was getting physically abused by one of the nurses there, and we don't know what to do. While she was in the skilled nursing place, she was hit by one of the nurses using this call button. Tell me the moment when you realized that your workplace was toxic. So in 2017, I worked for a local company working IT. I won't name names. Um, but that autumn, my band released uh, our album, our first album. And it was a very exciting time. Uh, we were doing a lot of performing, so I was doing a lot of, you know, hyping up the album, uh, both you know, in my normal life and at work, um, talking about it, uh, just being very proud of what we'd accomplished. Um, a couple months later, the my direct supervisor and the head of my department pull me into a meeting and tell me that it's great that you are so excited about this album. Something that's been my lifelong dream, mind you, uh, but that my excitement for my work needed to match the excitement I felt for my music and I'd worked for my whole life. I don't work there anymore. 
Tell me the moment when you realize that you Now I see why his first group of lawyers quit on his ass. <laughs> that first group of lawyers was like, I will not. <laughs> I will not go in front of the country for you like this Trump. Ain't, no, ain't, ain't enough money in the world. <laughs> ain't enough money in the world for me to say I'm your lawyer. With this, mm -mm. I won't. Sorry. Can't take your shit back. <laughs> Trump got his lawyer for prepaid legal. <laughs> yeah, because he keeps working them up. Trump got Lil Wayne to make a mixtape for us. <laughs> fight, 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 stop scrolling right now i was unfairly arrested and thrown in jail and now i am fighting for my life to stay out of jail so please share this story and support any way that do not underestimate the power of the gay community because when this man tweeted how he wasn't supporting the second impeachment of donald trump oh that's right lady g started trending on twitter you know the name you go by with the male sex workers in dc do not underestimate the power of the gay community. Because when this man tweeted how he wasn't supporting the second impeachment of Donald Trump, oh, that's right, Lady G started trending on Twitter. You know, the name you go by with the male sex workers in D.C. Do not underestimate the power of the gay community. Because when this man tweeted how he wasn't supporting the second impeachment of Donald Trump, oh, that's right, Lady G started trending on Twitter. You know, the name you go by with the male sex workers in D.C. Do not underestimate the power of the gay community. Because when this man tweeted how he wasn't supporting the second impeachment of Donald Trump, oh, that's right, Lady G started trending on Twitter. You know, the name you go by with the male sex workers in D.C. Do not underestimate that's the power of the cool, gay community. Man. Because when this man tweeted yeah, how he wasn't totally supporting gay. the second impeachment of Donald Trump, oh, that's right, Lady G Neanderthals evolved in the frozen glacial wastelands of Ice Age Europe. This is the Neanderthal skull. It's got a protruding face, large eye sockets, and very prominent brow ridges. Compared to a human skull, quite different. All this suggests to me that Neanderthals did not look like humans. Neanderthals were members of the order of primates. They were primates. And as such, you would expect them to maintain the appearance. So right. some of you wanted some more pictures. So like here goes. Lies. This is a picture of the moon. And what these people didn't realize is when they gave you smartphones, they gave you the technology to figure this out. All you got to do is get your photo editor, go to your automatic focus, and take a picture of the moon and hit it about three or four, five hundred times. And it'll show you what it is. It's right here. It's hollow on the inside, and we're not even going to talk about all the stuff that's on the outside. You'd be the judge of that. I already know what it is. This is the morning star going through some type of portal. Now, do you see the thrusters on the back of that thing? Ever seen a star with thrusters? Me neither. So I had people, I've told people they're in the trees too. Well, take a look. You can see it just like I see it. They're all over it. Not to mention in the woods in the background. But anyway, there it is. You wanted it. God bless. Love you. So some of you want Tell me a story that happened at work that still has you shook. 
I'll go first. So I'm an ER nurse, and on my very first day on my own as a baby new grad nurse, I had a patient with psychiatric complaints. And with patients who have psychiatric complaints, we remove all their clothing, all their belongings for safety. So I went in to assess the patient and was like, hi, my name's Liz, I'll be your nurse for today. And she was like, hey, can you give me a soda? Mind you, she had $3 in her hand, and we had just removed all of her clothing and belongings. So I was wondering, where the heck did these come from? I simply told her, no, I'm sorry, like, I can't get you a soda, but where did you get this money? You don't have any clothes on. And she very calmly told me, you know, my lady pocket. I didn't know what to do, and I thought maybe I was supposed to take the money from her. So I told her, I don't think you can keep that. And she's like, oh, no, you don't, and put it back. That's also why I don't carry cash anymore. <laughs> Tell me a story that happened at work that still has you shook. Okay, so I have a question, and I'm not trying to start anything or, you know, get any bad vibes anywhere, but what if we took religion out of politics? What do you guys think would happen? You think that would be, like, what that... Would that help? Okay, so I have a question. And I don't know about you. Okay, so I have a question. Probably and would. I'm not trying to start anything. I don't know about you, but when I get... He has not said anything about the insurrection. Okay, can you please not be close? You don't have a mask on, sir. Could you please put a mask? You need to put a mask on. Put your mask on. That's the law. You are not above the law. We have regulations in California that say you need to wear a mask. Don't talk to me until you have a mask. And please step away because you are closer right than on. six feet and you don't have a mask. Yeah, fucking cops. Get away from me. Don't you don't a have mask. a mask. You do not have a mask. Put it on. How dare you think you're above the law when you're not. Yeah, I don't know what you, gave you the idea that right you're on. above the law because you ain't, officer. Thank you for complying. You want me to follow rules, but you're coming here following them. He has not said anything about the insurrection. Okay, can you please not be close? You don't have a mask. Fucking cop. Sheriff Some Pima County sheriffs weren't wearing masks until pretty recently. Hold me over. Sure. Because they stand up for somebody's life. Uh, uh, yeah. So, so what? Uh, what did you do? BLM this, BLM that. Sure. Because they stand up for somebody's life. Uh, uh, yeah. So, so what? Uh, what did you do? Uh, Officer Sicknick, um, you don't have the spine to stand up for him, and you call yourself a fucking patriot? Get the fuck out of here, you spineless cowards. Uh, impeachment. <laughs> impeachment. You want to bitch, whine, and moan? Uh, because you're Trump's getting oh, impeached and this and that? Get the fuck out of here. You, you, you guys are ir irrelevant like irrelevant yeah no. thank god no spineless cowards fucking traitors and terrorists get the yeah. fuck out of here i totally agree trump's uh this says um fear breeds hate 
uh, Trump's impeachment defense is basically don't hold me accountable for violence or there might be more violence. <laughs> exactly, man. Who wants to live under someone's thumb? Yeah, that's... You know, it's just like an abusive ex. You know, because if you're smart, you'll, you'll make them your ex. Tell me you're going to hell without telling me you're going to hell. I worked at a bar for 15 years. I was a bouncer. Um, there's lots of stories of stupid crap that happens. It's to be expected. Um, there's a wedding party one night. You have tuxes, gowns, you know, the whole works. Yay, happy. Crap pops off because, you know, it's, it's going to, and uh, this guy wants to drive his SUV through the building because why not? Um, I announced to everybody two times, I shall move from my soul, from my soul, because I'm out in front of them. And I said it twice. They <laughs> didn't want to move. He gunned the engine. So I ran my little happy ass inside safety. Um, after the smoke clears, uh, somebody's like, oh, the bride is down. The bride is down. Well, she's down on the ground sobbing like, what's happening? She's okay. <laughs> she's just been a little trampled because I strong armed her when I was running in. Tell me you're going to hell without telling me you're going to hell. I worked at a bar for 15 years. I was about storm the Capitol. We stormed the Capitol. We're patriots. You're a fucking coward. To take our country back for what? For fucking what? What are you so goddamn upset about? What has anyone ever done to you? You fucking entitled piece of shit. Don't you ever fucking call me one again. Don't you ever say, Corey, you fucking snowflake. What is it that this country hasn't fucking given you? You literally got escorted out of the Capitol building aside from the ones that they had to fucking shoot. Is that what it takes? Did you just want to be a fucking martyr? Do you not ever just sit there and think, my kids are going to see this. My grandkids are going to see this. Is it that this country doesn't give you that you think you have to do some bullshit like this? But when you see a fucking black person actually get shot, no gun in their hands, nothing. Oh, they should just comply. Fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah. This is like a, a bunch of people are duetting this, basically. They're duetting this. It's like five people. I'm going to go back to Old Man Murphy. Duet. Kevin. Kevin is the, the like, follow it back. Follow it back. Where's the original one? Representative Dean Phillips recounts his experience during the January 6th terrorist attack and his realization of his own privilege. Powerful. 
me across the aisle to the Republican side of the chamber so that we could blend in, so that we could blend in. For I felt that the insurrectionists were trying Everyone needs to listen to this. Screamed to my colleagues to follow me, to follow me across the aisle to the Republican side of the chamber so that we could blend in, so that we could blend in. For I felt that the insurrectionists who were trying to break down the doors right here would spare us if they simply mistook us for Republicans. But within moments, I recognized that blending in was not an option available to my colleagues of color. So I'm here tonight to say to my brothers and sisters in Congress and all around our country, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For I had never understood, really understood, what privilege really means. Everyone needs to listen to this. Yeah. Screamed to my colleagues to follow me, to follow me across. I think one of the most disheartening things about watching the impeachment trial is that even though I think the prosecution is doing a bang up job of presenting the facts, it doesn't matter. And what I mean by yeah, that is gonna, that it doesn't matter how damning the evidence They're going to quit him anyway. Is, the vast majority of Republicans in Congress have already decided not to convict. And here's one of the reasons. Half of them were spouting the same lies the Trump was. The mm -hmm. two main reasons that January 6th happened were number one, because these people firmly believed the election was stolen, and number two, because Trump they told, told them to. that. The Republicans who supported this lie basically helped January 6th to happen. So yeah. of course they're not going to convict Trump. That would basically make them co-conspirators. They are co-conspirators, whether or not they convict. And actually, they shouldn't have the right to vote for uh, acquitting him because they are co-conspirators. So, so everybody in Congress, and call your Congress, call your, all your reps and tell them to support Cory Bush's H.R. 25 which would remove all these fucking traitors in our Congress because do uh, according to the 14th amendment traitors cannot serve in our Congress so you get a call all your reps and and tell your rep, uh, house house of representatives your reps in the house of representatives to support HR 25 that's not an impartial jury that's bullshit yeah. I think one of the most disheartening things about watching the impeachment trial yeah, is, is that even though I think the prosecution is doing a bang-up job Disgusting. of presenting the facts... What the fuck are they doing? Wow, I've never got that many... You, you, you really love me. So you say I was bragging about my prison life, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ain't bragging about... Okay, Asian community, yes. Speak out against what's happening to us and our elders. Do all that, but you can't be anti-black when you're doing it. Y'all really think we're going to be able to fight racism through more arrests by going through police who are just murdering black people on the streets? That's who's going to deliver us justice? Wait, what? Because their policies have allowed these criminals back onto the streets over and over and over again. These repeat offenders coming back out to... Like... That's a dog whistle. That's 
straight up a dog whistle and is really just perpetuating and preying on the anti-blackness that is already rampant within our community, especially among light-skinned East Asians. Also, by saying Asian lives matter, you're basically saying all lives matter, which is taking away from the problems that Black folks are trying to point out with police brutality. So we need to stop that and also build... If you live in a red state, text CONVICT to 50409 and resist what will do the rest. They will send a letter to your senators asking them to convict Trump. If you know someone who lives in a red state, please send this video to them. Ask them to text CONVICT to 50409. Please interact with this video, direct, share, comment. Let's make this go viral. Let's get to these Republican senators and tell them to convict. You can actually do this if you live in a blue state too and just I'm sending this to uh, Instagram feeds. Live in a red state. Uh, now I'm on Instagram. Um, Ida Scabini says, I'm sorry for screaming this, but Democrats, you are the majority now. Call witnesses. Hamish Mitchell says, Ted Cruz is a seditious piece of shit. A hopeful citizen says, Breaking Lindsey Graham is under criminal investigation by the Fulton County DA. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah. What? For what, I wonder. Solicitation. Solicitation. Why are they nabbing for solicitation for uh, horse, male horse? <laughs> Hip hop now, too. Public citizen says just imagine if this country scrutinized billionaire tax dodging as closely as we scrutinize financial support for the poor. Daniel Dale, just egregiously dishonest to, su to suggest Trump has always just called for peace and order. We have example after example of him applauding violent behavior. Rachel Maddow, yes, exactly what I was thinking. Holy guacamole, does he not know what he's in for? Will it? This is her response to Will it work saying, okay, having now watched Fulton County DA Fanny Willis talk with Rachel. I'm thinking Donald Trump is going to need to get himself a real lawyer and like actually pay them. Would you like to use the old master's secret? No. Mm. Okay, let's go back to TikTok. To let your senators know that you're behind their decision to convict Trump. It's cute. She has a British Not accent. Not eat Lady Gaga Oreos. They're turning people gay. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Gaga Oreos. They're turning people gay. <laughs> <laughs> Got like. <laughs> Not eat Lady Gaga Oreos. 
that's funny. <laughs> Not eat Lady Gaga Oreos. They're turning people $2,600 worth of Tesla, Apple, and Amazon shares in January this year would be worth a Yeah, whatever. Be Eugene Goodman just for a minute. The entirety of Congress just clapped for you and gave you a gold medal, while the man that tried to fucking murder you is about to get away with it. Mm-hmm. Good point. Just for a minute. The entirety of Congress just clapped for you and gave you a gold medal, while the man that tried to fucking murder you is about to get away with it. Be Eugene Goodman just for a minute. Mitch McConnell and Dan Paul didn't clap. Just clapped for you and gave you a gold medal, while the man that tried to fucking murder you is about to get. Name an extremely toxic. Maybe we did more than one deity. But only worshipped one to be godly. They were then called Hebrews, but now they are called Jews, and no longer hold true monolatry. They slowly became monotheistic. They are no longer monolatristic. Gone is idolatry, gone is monolatry. And many today are atheists. <laughs> Hi. The sweet baby. Hello. Yeah, what is that? You're okay. You're okay. You're like a white dog. Oh. Has anyone ever served on a jury? Well, just so you know, usually jurors don't meet with the defense counsel prior to the defense counsel putting on their defense. Um, you might have heard that a bunch of senators, Republican senators today, met with uh, the Trump defense team in what seems like a very odd thing to do. Yeah, that's I've fun. never seen the person you're presenting it to tell you how to present it. themselves. So tomorrow should be interesting. Hopefully, you know, like they didn't show up today. They just won't show up for the vote. That'd be fine with me. He has the best chance for him to get him convicted anyway. Two-thirds of whoever shows up. There's a chance. Has anyone ever served on a jury? Well, just so you know, usually jurors don't meet with the defense counsel prior to the defense counsel putting on their defense. Um, you might have heard that a bunch of senators, Republican senators today, when yeah, that's, uh, met with at the Trump defense team. They said he didn't have a gun. It's Friday night, and here's what happened. It was Trump's lawyer's turn to argue for about three hours today. After taking a couple questions from senators, they closed out the trial, and tomorrow at 10 a.m. we'll resume for a vote. Trump's former U.N. ambassador Nikki Haley, who is expected to mount a 2024 presidential run, said while Trump doesn't deserve to be impeached, he has lost all political viability. CDC is now encouraging reopening of K-12 schools as long as folks can wear their masks and get tested weekly. There's bipartisan support for the resignation of New York Governor Cuomo after it was found that he underreported nursing home deaths due to COVID-19. Capitol Police are calling for... How is it that um, he's not politically viable? He just got 70... 4 million people to vote for him.
radical overhaul of leadership, the Senate has voted to award Officer Goodman the Congressional Gold Medal of Honor. LinkedIn is starting a creator's platform, and the Deputy Press Secretary is on suspension after threatening a Vanity Fair reporter. Vaccine maker Moderna's request to add more doses per vial has been... What does it mean if Mitch McConnell and Rand Paul don't clap for Eugene Goodman, who, who risked his life to... Um, and used himself as bait to make sure that these fucking rot, fox hard rioters, Trump hearts went another way and were didn't probably they would have gotten Mike Pence. They would have nabbed Mike. He told Mike Pence to turn the other way. Oh no, no, sorry, that was Mitt Romney. joining Georgia and New York in trying to mount a criminal case against Donald Trump. 9 p.m. Uh -huh. I'll post a more in-depth trial update. And tomorrow is a weekend update. I'll cover the Britney feud. It's Friday night, and here's what happened. It's Trump's lawyer's turn to argue for about three hours today. After taking a couple questions from senators, they closed out the trial, and tomorrow at 10 a.m. we'll resume for a vote. Trump's former well, U.N. ambassador, fast. Nikki Haley, who is expected to mount a 2024 yeah, presidential run, said have. while Trump doesn't deserve to be impeached, he has lost all political viability. CDC is now encouraging reopening of K-12 schools, as long as folks can wear their masks and get tested weekly. There's bipartisan support for the resignation of New York Governor Cuomo after it was found that he underreported nursing home deaths due to COVID-19. Capitol Police are calling for a radical overhaul of leadership. The Senate has voted to award Officer Goodman the Congressional Gold Medal of Honor. LinkedIn is starting a creator's platform, and the deputy press secretary is on suspension after threatening a Vanity Fair reporter. Vaccine mm. maker Moderna's request to add more doses per vial has been approved, and D.C. is joining Georgia and New York in trying to mount Good. a criminal case against Donald Trump. Oh, 9 p.m. I'll post a more in-depth trial update. And tomorrow is a weekend update. I'll cover the Britney Spears. It's Friday night, and here's what happened. It was Trump's lawyer's turn to argue for about three hours today. After taking a couple questions from senators, they closed out the trial, and tomorrow at 10 a.m. Oh. we'll resume for a vote. Trump's former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley, who is expected to mount a 2024 presidential run, said while Trump doesn't deserve to be impeached, he has lost all political viability. CDC is now encouraging reopening of K-12 schools, as long as folks can wear their masks and get tested oh, weekly. There's bipartisan support for the resignation Can't of New York that. Governor Cuomo after it was found that he underreported nursing home deaths due to COVID-19. Capitol Police are calling for a radical overhaul of leadership. The Senate has voted to award Officer Goodman the Congressional Gold Medal of Honor. LinkedIn is starting a creator's platform, and the deputy press secretary is on suspension after threatening a Vanity Fair reporter. Vaccine maker Moderna's request to add more doses per vial has been approved, and D.C. is joining Georgia and New York in trying to mount a criminal case against Georgia, Donald Trump. 9 p.m. I'll post a more in-depth trial update, and tomorrow is a weekend update. I'll cover the Britney Spears. This chick's Friday awesome. Night, here's what happened. It was Trump's lawyer's turn to argue. Or she goes by, or they go by, they... Pronoun. This doesn't. That, that pronoun for single person is, is very awkward. I find for about three hours. Tell me what your name is, and then tell me what people mispronounce it as.
people like to be like, hey, yo, man. Tell me who your name is, and then tell me what people mispronounce it as. Funny and and thought provoking. Trump supporters, a lot of blue collar workers. I just left a job site and a guy was bitching about Biden. And I said, what's going on? You know, because he's, he was irate. And he's taking all this money out of my check. And I said, hold on a second. I said, that's not why you, there's money being taken out of your check. He said, what do you mean? I said, that tax cut that I told you about when Trump passed it was for millionaires and billionaires. It was just a small tax cut for you that was temporary and theirs is permanent. And now your taxes are going to go up every two years until 2027. So the next time a conservative wants to make an argument about Democrats raising your taxes, please bring this up to them. Because I can't think of a better argument to say that Democrats are the party of the working man and woman in this country and Republicans are for the fucking rich, period, end of fucking story. Yep. I'm pissing people off today. We're still here. Beware. And don't you ever sleep well at night. Well, guys, I think he's serious. What if he earns enough money working at the Piggly Wiggly to buy a Greyhound ticket and come get us? <gasps> We're still here. So I just saw something on TikTok. And there is absolutely no way it's real. <laughs> First thing you gotta do is open Microsoft Word. Then you gotta open up a blink. Well, Mitch McConnell, I am so glad that you're here to look at your face, to look at your nasty face, because this impeachment is a fraud. A lot of people are saying it, and you should have done more. You should have done more. Well, Mr. President, what you have to realize is. I did all that I can in my power, but you clearly crossed the line during the, the Capitol riots. Ted Cruz, what do you have to say? You know, I just wanted to butt in here for a quick second. You know, it is clear to me, Mitch McConnell, that you are siding with the radical leftists who do not understand all that President Trump fought and almost died for to protect this country. Bernie, what do you have to say? <laughs> Mr. Cruz, you are a psychopath? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. President Obama, how about you? Well, uh, you know, <laughs> it is clear to me that uh, Donald Trump is a liar and a fraud. Chuck Grassley, Senator Leahy, Senator Leahy. Well, Mitch McConnell, I am so glad that you're here to look at your face, to look at your nasty face, because this impeachment is a fraud. A lot of people are saying it, and you should have done more. You should have done more. Well, Mr. President, what's your Matter day night live. Part 13, letter to Pelosi. He advised that he could re uh, repurpose 125 National Guard and have them to me fairly quickly once approved. I asked General Walker to be prepared in the event that we requested them. On Tuesday, January 5, I hosted a virtual meeting with my executive team, all three principals of the Capitol Police Board, and a dozen of the top law enforcement and military officials from D.C., including the FBI, U.S. Secret Service, and the National Guard. This meeting focused on both the January 6 event and the upcoming 
presidential inauguration on January 20th. During the meeting, no entity, including the FBI, provided any intelligence indicating that there would be a coordinated violent attack on the United States Capitol by thousands of well-equipped armed insurrectionists. In fact, all present at the meeting indicated that there was no new intelligence to report for January 6th. Stay tuned for part 14. Part 13, letter to Pelosi. He advised that he could repurpose 125 National Guard and have them to me fairly quickly. Storm the Capitol! Let's storm the Capitol! We're patriots! You're a fucking coward! We're gonna take our country back! For what? For fucking what? Take our country back! Some of the people say it actually allows you to look 
into the astral realm, like see different dimensions. Anybody uh, got a plug on some of this? I'm super curious. Have you ever heard of Thy Cyanin Die? Interesting. Well, then listen. Hi, this is a message for every straight man on earth. And yes, I said every because for some reason you all do this, and I have had enough of it, and I cannot be the only one. When you are lucky enough, blessed, somehow, by the grace of God, privileged enough to be laying in bed with a woman, and you are the big spoon, and your arm is reaching across her like this, right? What is going through your brain? Why do you do this? Why? Why is this hand resting on her lower abdomen? Are, are you? Don't you know I'm one of you? I, too, grew up with guns and flags and book bags of privilege and ignorance of my ancestors' experience and history, the bigotry and injuries that are contradictory to the model minority mask they are tasked to wear so we can point fingers over there to pick communities of color against each other. Don't you know I didn't grow up eating that weird ethnic stuff? I ate meatloaves and casseroles, no poke bowls or sushi rolls. Smelly fish dishes were not cooked in my kitchen. Don't you know I'm not one of them? Sure, I will condemn the violence, but these offenses don't offend me because I don't see myself as one of them. But you don't know. Because I also get pushed down to the ground, slurs hurled in hate for the shape of my eyes that must imply a threat of some kind, but I can't figure out why because I'm not one of them, and yet, here I am. I am Korean despite what I see in the mirror. Why do I fear her? Why don't I want to be her? Because, honestly, I prefer a more simple identity, but that's not my story or my heritage. Differently born and bred, transracially adopted. Don't I know who I am? Don't you know I'm one of you? Beautiful. I, too, grew up with guns and flags and book bags of privilege and ignorance of my ancestors' experience and history, the bigotry and injuries that are contradictory to the model minority mask they are tasked to wear so we can point fingers over there to pick communities of color against each other. Don't you know I didn't grow up? American citizens stormed the Capitol. You know, I'm from Washington, D.C. A lot of my friends growing up are Capitol Hill police officers. I said, what did you do that day? What did we do? We were kicking crackers down the steps like motherfucking 300, nigga. <laughs> Trying to save our country. <laughs> They're calling niggas too. Watch that crowd that told Colin Kaepernick he can't kneel during a football game. Try to beat a police officer to death with an American flag. Look at that shit. Take that nigga lesson. Take this nigga lesson. What was that with Snowden talking about? Who is the terrorist now that they're looking for? Oh, American citizens. Storm. Yeah. Unity just met with Trump Kent's. You know, from Washington, D.C. A lot of my friends growing up are Capitol Hill police Cancel Trump supporters. what did you do that day? What did we do? We were kicking crackers down the steps like motherfucking 300, nigga. <laughs> Trying to save our country. There was the report of the, what was the account of uh, one of the Capitol policemen that was, was black, and he was caught, he was just like, 
called like 15 times during that I'm trying to save trying to get out of there alive and beat back these these fucking terrorists who said he kept thinking about his daughter and hoping he would be able to see his daughter again and when he got out and was safely in, you know in a big group of police he, he broke down and cried said never been called that so many times in his life it shows you they're racist <laughs> gloves, whatever. I wasn't going to punch her in her side, because that's what I normally do. It has not going to have anything to do with me, sweetheart. You tried me on the floor, I want you! I didn't kick you! You punched me like 10 times on my fucking... Police brutality. Fucking white bitch crap. This is badass. Punch. should be everybody should know about this guy Smedley Butler straight politics coup America conservative liberal capitalism <clears throat> Every, we should all know about this guy because he was basically a whistleblower about this fascist overthrow that was brewing uh, with the uh, industrialists and he, he went public with this, but uh, FDR didn't do anything about it. He didn't bust him. He didn't bust these fucking fascists trying to overthrow the government. And so they, they, uh, they're kicking our ass today. Members of the plot included J.P. Morgan and Prescott Bush, father and grandfather. Prescott Bush. Okay, this is a very important piece of history that y'all need to know about. It's called the business plot. 
In the 1930s, a lot of businessmen became very scared of the FDR administration because they thought that the New Deal was going to introduce communism into the United States. They looked over to Europe and Italy and Germany and they saw how friendly fascist governments were to business interests and how effective they were at stamping out communism. And so a group of them went to retired Major General Smedley Butler of the United States. Smedley Butler. At the time, he was the commander of the American Legion, which was full of disgruntled World War I vets. And they offered to give him the financial backing to take his veterans and march on Washington to overthrow FDR and establish a fascist dictatorship. They didn't realize that he had become a radical anti-capitalist since his days as a soldier for empire. He took this information to Congress, and we were able to avoid an actual fascist coup in the United States. Members of the plot included J.P. We originally came here for Lobby Day and to stand for the Second Amendment and make sure that all black communities are armed and stand against the rhetoric that we are not armed. We always have had a reason to fear for our life every single day. We had to fight our way out of freedom. We were brought over here in 1619 and had to fight our way to this point right here. So we would be doing our ancestors a disservice if we didn't arm ourselves in the spirit and the light that they could. Do you know the history of this country? Yes. They kill unarmed black men for like absolutely no fucking reason. Only nine. And they kill unarmed black white, men. They kill more white men. I looked it up. I went to school. I read the figures. I think you're just being racist towards white people because they have guns. Why is there like a gang around George Floyd? Like, aren't you done with that? If someone put a knee to your father's neck, that would be okay. When they break the law, it is. You don't trust white people and you don't think they should defend themselves. No, I don't themselves. trust white people because when I trust white people, I'm going to be hanging from a tree. Do you think that they see you differently being armed in black versus being armed in white? Absolutely. And I say they have to end that stigma. They have to get more used to it because black people are the most rising uh, owners of guns right now. And that is going to continue to climb, especially with our influence. We originally came here for Lobby Day and to stand for the Second Amendment and make sure that all black communities are armed and stand against the rhetoric that we are not armed. We always have had a reason to fear for our life every single day. We had to fight our way out of freedom. We were brought over here in 1619 and had a fight. Do y'all remember when Trump almost fell going down the stairs or the ramp or whatever the hell that was? Hell yeah, I remember that motherfucker always fell and bust his ass. <laughs> Left went insane for him going down and tripping, right? How the fuck do you trip going up the stairs? No, what even funny, <laughs> what's even funnier is that you have a Blue Lives Matter hat on and you're a fucking Trump supporter. You guys are fucking hypocrites. You are supporting a man that basically insurrect a bunch of people to storm the Capitol, kill a police officer, leave over hundreds of them injured, and call yourself patriot. You're the same guy talking about a man who tripped on the stairs when you just had a president that literally fucked up a nation. What's sad, man, is that you have a Blue Lives Matter hat on. And then to top it off, you turn off your comment. How snowflakeish can you be? Well, at least Trump's out of office. Do y'all remember when Trump almost fell going down the stairs or the ramp or whatever the hell that was? Hell yeah, I remember that motherfucker always fell and bust his ass. <laughs> Left went insane for him going down and tripping, right? Hey there, America. You tired of sitting home all the time, having to wear a mask when you go out, right? Well, have I got the solution for you. Move to Florida. In Florida, not only does our governor lie to us, but so does our health department. We can't get real COVID data anywhere. 
Florida is the only place in the world where school spread doesn't happen. Don't even take anti-spreading precautions because COVID don't exist. Schools don't report data accurately. Our health department doesn't report data accurately. And when people attempt to report data accurately, our governor sends police to kidnap them. Sick and tired of having First Amendment rights? True. Then Florida's the place for you. HB1, a bill currently being passed to Florida legislature, which 11 Republicans just voted yes on. Five of those 11 Republicans are QAnon conspiracists. Oh this my god. Wow. So messed up. Well, anyway, my, my phone's uh, gonna run out of juice, so those are enough voices for, of TikTok for tonight.